This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And hi, how are you? It's Thursday, seven minutes after nine on News Talk 550 KTSA. FM 1071, I'm Sean. This is my dumb little show. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Wow, last night was uh, just a really interesting night for TV watching all the way around, wasn't it? First we had a fascist speech from the president, <laughs> and then a no-hitter for the Astros. Uh, you know, it's, it was a little bit of good, a little bit of horrible, or, you know, horrible behavior. I... I don't know if, if if you were watching that. I don't know. I don't know what the viewership was uh, of the president's speech. But as I'm sitting there watching it, you know, my wife's in the kitchen working on stuff, and I'm and I'm just I'm seething. And the word that kept coming back into my head or jumping into my head was, "This is a fascist. This is not somebody. This is not about socialism." Okay, socialism is, you know, I don't, it's horrible. It's a horrible way for people to live, but there's some sort of pseudo vision behind it. Okay, fascism is power for power's sake. Fascism is, you know what, I just want to freaking control you. (laughs) And I want to freaking control everything. And I'll lie and I'll threaten to do whatever I, to accomplish whatever I, and, and I'm watching the president and I realize they're all a bunch of fascists. Because uh, he, uh, you know, first off, it wasn't that shocking. He He's using this Paul Pelosi thing. See, we told you they were dangerous and violent. Threat to democracy. Threat to uh, our country. Freaking Jason Bateman, who apparently is an idiot, uh, wants to wants the president to, uh, you know, wind up the emergency alert system to make sure people get out and vote for Democrats. Last night, you vote for a Republican, you're voting uh, to destroy our country. I, I mean, I, and I'm texting Trey, and I'm like, I cannot believe I am sitting in the United States of America and hearing this crap. If you don't vote, I mean, this is the basically the implication. If you don't vote Democrat, you yourself are a threat to this nation. And we'll play some audio. I know James has got a bunch of audio from that. We'll play some audio and see how much we can stand without throwing up or ripping our own eyes out of our heads. But when he gets to the point where he's saying there is no room or space, I'm paraphrasing, there's no space for political violence in this country. And again, he's referring to this Paul Pelosi thing. But apparently if you're BLM, there's plenty of room for violent political violence in this country. If you're Jane's Revenge, there is plenty of space and time and uh, and understanding when it comes to political violence. You can firebomb churches and pregnancy clinics all day long. That political violence is okay. Uh, during the George Floyd riots, and they weren't protests, they were riots. Well, political, <coughs> excuse me, Pol- political violence was uh, A-OK then, wasn't it? It was going on right in front of your eyes. Buildings being set on fire, uh, businesses being looted. We had that retired police chief, he was shot in the back of the head. But that political violence was okay, yeah. Threatening a Supreme Court justice, uh, threatening to murder him and, and trying to break into his house. That political violence is okay. It's accepted. But somehow the Nerf hammer attack on Paul Pelosi is uh, supposed to just, oh my God, these, these mega types, man. I just, I honestly, I, I, I was seething. I just could not, I, 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 I know we've heard this sort of thing from Biden before. But last night, I'm like, I cannot, I am sitting in the United States of America. That is the American freaking president. And once again, he is telling me I'm an enemy. 
he's telling me that I'm capable of political violence while he nods his head to all kinds of political violence. What a scumbag. Uh, There's another word that I had in my brain, but I, I won't say it on the air. And I, I, I started posting stuff on, on Facebook. I'm like, no, you know what? I got to save this for on the air. But he is a foul human being, and I don't care. I don't give a crap what at what stage of dementia he's in. He is a foul human being, and they are foul human beings, meaning the Democrats. <laughs> they don't care about people getting shoved on the subway tracks. They don't care about an open border that leads to all kinds of sex trafficking and violence and murder and fentanyl uh, taking out 300 Americans every single stinking day, most of them young people. They don't even mention, they don't even say the freaking word fentanyl. And there they are, uh, this obsession with January 6th. In Biden's voice, nobody cares. It was not an insurrection. The George Floyd riots. Now, that was an insurrection. Antifa taking over entire freaking neighborhoods. That was an insurrection. It's pathetic. And, and I can't, and, and then this business that uh, uh, it's going to take us a while to count, you know, we, we, we don't know how long it's going to take to count all the votes. If you don't accept the, and if you don't accept the outcome of the election, then you, again, are a threat to democracy. You are a threat if you merely ask a question about how this election goes down. Now, most people are looking at, uh, at this thing going, <coughs> looking at this, uh, this speech from last night thinking, well, they've already got some sort of fix in. Otherwise, he wouldn't be prepping us in this way. Otherwise, he wouldn't be uh, preemptive in this way saying, well, you've got to accept the results and it may take a while to get those results. And if you're an election denier, you're an enemy, you're, you're, you're a threat, you're a danger. But I'm not so certain that there is a fix. I, I think maybe they think or they know they're going to lose big time. So they're really just trying to, to, to dissuade people from going to the polls. It ascends by acting like they have a fix in. I don't know. Maybe they do. But if you think people who are worried about getting shoved onto subway tracks or getting, uh, you know, uh, sucker punched, uh, or getting uh, beat up by uh, a whole bunch of people for doing nothing. If you think people who are afraid to walk down the street give a crap about Paul Pelosi, you're an idiot. (laughs) And there's a lot about that Paul Pelosi thing that just don't make any damn sense whatsoever. And it's pathetic to watch these people try to turn this fat, naked Canadian hippie into some kind of MAGA guy. (laughs) He lived in a van. Not down by the river, but got BLM stuff all over it, gay stuff all over it. This guy was not a MAGA hat wearing conservative, okay? Just not. You can't make him into that. But that's what they're doing. I was ashamed of my president last night. I was ashamed that he's the president of the United States of America, which he very obviously wants to destroy. Or whomever is actually running the gig, because this feeble old fart isn't running anything. 210. So your reactions to last night, if you saw it, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Another day in paradise, man, at least uh, for the moment. (laughs) Well, it's not paradise because the right guy's not in charge. Uh, You and Trey made a comment that uh, President Biden said that it was he he was the one that got us more money for on us seniors, more money on our Social Security checks. Right. And you you and Trey said no. But I'm here to set the record straight. By him screwing with the country the way he did, that's what got us the the rate increase. Because of the cost of yeah, because of the cost of living increase. Right, 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 right. I mean, so he's right what he said, but he didn't mean it that way. <laughs> no, I, I get what you're saying, man. That's cool. Okay. Okay. All right, Have man. A great thank you. You too, man. Uh, he, he's he's a fascist puke. He's a fascist piece of crap. He is. How does that make you feel? 
Here's Nina. Nina, how you doing? Hey there, dude. I mean, you know, you need to stop telling that he's a fascist. We had an election. Biden won. Trump lost. And we leave it like that. We say stop name calling. Why not? Why? Well, I can't call him a fascist. No, you cannot. He says I'm an enemy. He, no, he lied last he night. He lied enemy. his he lied his ass off last no, night. That doesn't bother not. you? No, it doesn't. Because okay, so let me lie. ask you something. Let me ask you something. Uh, as far as political violence in America, where do you think it's coming from? I'm thinking it's coming from Trump's voice. Where? When? That's what I do. Where? Think. When? Well, it started before he run, started running for the president. What? Um, there was Trumpian violence before he ran for president? Yes, it was. When? And Where? And the way he's talking. Okay, so, I, so, so, so I guess, talking. so are you cool with churches being firebombed by pro, uh, pro-choice people? Yes, I am. I like. You're fine with churches being. You're fine. Wait, wait, hang on a second, sweetheart. You're fine with churches being bombed, but you don't like me calling. You don't like me calling Biden a fascist. I don't. I don't. I don't like anybody to 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 go to violence. How come the president? How come the president doesn't say anything about that? Well, I think they did. I think they put it up that you have a, a, a guy coming in. I believe he was from Canada trying to, to kill uh, Nancy Pelosi. So uh, if you can't get Nancy Pelosi, again, you have to go for a husband. And that is a funny thing a, for the again, you, to laugh about. But don't you think the president, when you have over, I think, 60 churches and pregnancy clinics that have been attacked, firebombed, and vandalized, have you heard the president say anything about that? I haven't heard anything on the news, not the Fox News, not your news, no, no, no news. Well, no, we, it's happening, though. It is, it, is a, it is a fact, though. It's a fact that this is happening. That, that, that you're okay with the president not doing anything about that? Oh, Anya, you just need to stop. You just need to stop. You have no idea why you believe what you believe. Yeah. You have no idea. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm coming from a country that knows a hell of a lot more than you do. Bye. What country's that? Okay. Well, that was edifying. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Don't we all feel expanded? I didn't know whether to order an Indian food plate or what. I couldn't tell what she was saying half the I time. I couldn't either. She doesn't understand what she's saying. Celebrating one hundred years of service. Who's <laughs> talking by 50 KTSA FM 1071? I'm Sean. Hi. We're going to talk about the Astros here in a second, but first, let's talk to Carl. Carl, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Good morning. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Having me. And, uh, I'm sorry you're uh, having a hard time this morning with the with the nasal stuff, but hey, I I, <laughs> I think that uh, that German chick that was angry at you, uh, I think she's only angry because she wants to date you. To date um, me? <laughs> yeah, and, and I don't. I, I, you and Trey have said this before. Um, how come uh, conservative people don't troll and listen to, to liberal radio stations, but they can't stop trolling you guys and calling me angry all the time? Right. I you... think it's maybe because we can't stomach what they have to say. <laughs> well, it's true in a sense that, that uh, you get a lot of folks from that side that do listen to conservative radio, and, and I think there's two reasons. First off, liberal radio, and I'm not being a hack. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this from, from a professional standpoint. A lot of liberal radio, frankly, sucks. It's just not very good, especially the national stuff. It's really not very good. You'll get pretty good hosts at a regional level and at a city level. Like if you go to D.C., where I'm from, you, you get a lot of liberal hosts out there that are pretty good. But for the most part, it's, it's crappy radio. And secondly, they love to be upset. <laughs> they, love to get, they love to listen to conservative radio because it upsets them. Uh, I don't sit and listen to liberal radio. I've listened to it enough uh, so I can have an opinion on it. I, when I was in Denver, we had an Air America station, and uh, it was just crap radio. Uh, but I, I don't know why. It's strange because th- what they don't understand is that by, and it's fine if they want to listen, 
but when they list merely by listening to me, you are supporting me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So thanks. Thank you. <laughs> hey, man, I appreciate the thank you. It's true. I, it's something. And Howard Stern said this many, many years ago in that book he wrote, uh, Private Parts, that people who hate your guts will listen more loyally than people who love your ass. And and it's a very strange thing. Uh, but it is true. That's why whenever we get somebody who calls up and the first thing out of their mouth is, you know, I never listen to your station, but let me tell you what you said three weeks ago that really pissed me off, you know. So, you know, whatever, whatever. Oh, and, and, and Don Morgan, I can do my cheesy Indian accent on the, on the radio because I eat non-bread and uh, on a daily basis. And and I, I I I genuinely like Indian classical music. I like sitar music. So, so there. So you're saying because of that? Because of those, I eat a lot of non bread. I eat with hummus. Uh, and I, uh, I I like I actually like sitar music. I can do my cheesy Indian accent on the food no, on the radio. I don't know if that qualifies you to be able to do something like that. Really. It does, Don. It, it does. It does because I say it does. As, as I've often told you, it's your show. <laughs> You want me to? Win? I'm just here to <laughs> ask. You want me to bring up I'm your just account. here to ask the same question I ask every day. What? So what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Why? More, more than you can even possibly imagine. <laughs> every day it's the same two questions, Sean. What is wrong with you, and why? That's how I ever wanted. Why did you do that? Why? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> the worst question any program director has ever asked me over the course of my 33 year career is, "Why did you do that?" Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Seemed like the thing to do at the time. Oh, man, I got you beat. I had a program director ask me one time if I was doing drugs. <laughs> oh, really? I said, you don't pay me enough. You don't pay me <laughs> enough to do drugs. So I just banged my head against the wall six, seven times before every show. I know I've, I've told this story before, but uh, my, my mentor was a dope-smoking hippie. Hell yeah. And, uh, AO, uh, you know, album, old 60s, 70s rock guy. And uh, these guys are the best. He would smoke his weed out of a speaker cable, <laughs> the end of a speaker cable <laughs> outside the back door by the en- engineering room. <laughs> GM came in one day and said he found uh, he found pot seeds on the board, and he asked old Bob, "Is that yours?" He goes, "No, I clean mine. Mine ain't got no seeds in it." <laughs> my, so there. I put mine through a colander before I smoke. And now I'll bring up your account. All right. Um, 210-599-5555. Wake up, Maggie. I think I got something to say to you. <laughs> hey, Maggie. Hey, hey, Sean. I love you, but um, you got me this time when you said um, you can make a funny Indian accent because, and then right away my mind said, because you live there. <laughs> no. I almost went there once. I my, Actually, my best friend in, in college, uh, one of my best friends in college was a sitar player, and we were always going to go to India. <laughs> Never made it, though. But I love Indian culture, actually. Very much so. Well, I just wanted to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Maggie. Well, you did work at convenience stores. Hey! Oh, come oh, no! What no. is wrong with you? Come on! Oh, my oh, God. You did not. Well, you know, Don, you can't go into yeah. a convenience store in Delaware without hearing, hearing an Indian He's accent. All right, President Biden. Not a joke. Not a joke. 210. <laughs> so you had it in your head at some point. What? That you and some of your dope-smoking buddies <laughs> were going to go to India. On a retreat with the Maharishi. Uh, well, yeah, because we, we were listening to a lot of Beatles music, and we yeah. thought, well, let's go to India and get all spiritual and crap. And then I, I met a, my dad worked with a guy uh, who was Russian, uh, or he lived, he roomed with a guy for a brief time who was Russian, and I was partying with my dad and this guy. His name was Lev Levin. Mm-hmm. And I said, I want to go to India and get all spiritual. He's like, you don't want to go to India. You know what you have in India? Lots of starving people. <laughs> it's miserable. He's not too far off. It is. Monster. You do not want. I mean, you know. Instead, you got really drunk and ended up in Indianapolis. <laughs> Woke up naked in Gary, Indiana. Woke up naked across state lines, <laughs> northern in West Virginia. <laughs> Feeling really weird and hearing banjos. All right, two one zero. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. 
Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back six minutes after 10 on a Thursday. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. So I don't know if you saw our fascist president speaking last night. But I just want to take some time to play. If you missed it, we'll play a little audio and react. Uh, in a nutshell, he's, you know, first off, if you're an election denier, if you question the outcome of these elections, you're a threat to democracy and the survival of this country. MAGA uh, Republicans are the most dangerous people on freaking earth. As evidenced by a naked hippie taking possibly a Nerf hammer uh, to Paul Pelosi. Let's uh, let's just run through the tracks here. Let's just listen to some of the audio from last night. And then we'll comment. This is Joe Biden. rise in the number of our people in this country condoning political violence or simply remaining silence because silence is complicity. The disturbing rise of voter intimidation. Um, wow. First off, not sure where the voter intimidation is going on other than Joe Biden telling you to vote Democrat or you're a threat to the country. And as far as political violence, well, it's all over the place, right? As I mentioned last hour, you got Jane's Revenge out there setting churches on fire and pregnancy clinics. We got an 18-year-old man uh, who lost his life because he was run over by a guy who didn't like the fact that he was a conservative. We got a canvasser for uh, Marco Rubio who's just handing out flyers to folks uh, in the wrong neighborhood and got beat up so bad he ended up in the hospital. What about the political violence of threatening a Supreme Court justice? Does that count at all? You know, certainly our differences in America, whether a riot, a mob, or a bullet, or a hammer, <laughs> we sell them peaceably at the battle, at the battle box. The ballot box. <laughs> The ballot box. Okay, we settle this at the battle box, okay? <sighs> All right, let's roll some more here. No one's ever reduced the debt that much. We cut the federal debt in half. Mm, when did that happen? Point being, this is a sad and pathetic and desperate attempt by the Democrats to, I, I guess, scare people into voting Democrat or scare Republicans into not voting at all. They are very obviously also prepping us for the cheat, right, for something to go down because he mentioned several times, you, you don't be an election denier. Now you gotta, it's gonna, first off, it's going to take us a while to count these votes. Why would that be? Secondly, uh, you better accept the results. You better accept the, the, the. He said it's estimated that more than 300 GOP election deniers are on the ballot all across America this year. This is not about me. It's about the durability of our democracy. Oh, sit down and shut up, you old fart. You lion sack of crap. You know, the people, the violent people, in the, and, and just endless obsession with January 6th, too. It's like, oh, God, shut up already. Not a word about the George Floyd riots, not a word about Antifa, not a word about Jane's revenge, but boy, that January 6th thing, man, we were on the brink that day. We were on the brink. Uh, here's Steve. Steve, how you doing? I'm doing well, sir. I I am just, I'm, I'm a little stunned by the silence of the Republicans. Why they don't have a press conference on the on the Capitol steps, all of them in force saying what you're saying right now. What about the George Floyd riots? What about the Antifa riots? What about the takeover of of Portland and and the summer of love? And what about and then we are here in force to tell everyone we condemn all violence and we especially condemn violence after this election. No matter the result, because we already know that if the Republicans lose, there's not going to be riots. So why don't they come out and say, no matter what, no matter what the results are, no matter if you don't believe in it right away, and we have to do some investigating, we don't. We condemn violence. We don't want any violence. We don't want any protest. I mean, in mass, all right. of them. And then during that same press conference, 
with all those cameras and all those lights and all those uh, social media posts, also say we now challenge the Democrat Party to come out and say the same thing. Mm-hmm. When they lose Georgia, no riots. When they lose Pennsylvania, no riots. <laughs> I, I just don't get the silence of the of the of the Republicans. They're just. Why do you th- why do you think it is? Why do you think that is? Because I'm not disagreeing you with know, you. I I I don't know, and I don't want to come off as a conspiracy guy, but I have a feeling that these are two halves of the same right. coin, and the, and that the Republicans and Democrats very much enjoy their cushy little places today. Donald Trump disrupted them all, and I have a feeling. Democrats are louder about it for whatever reason, but I have a feeling that the, there's a lot of rhinos out there. I agree. That with the Democrats have very, very bad plans for us. They don't want to shake up the gig, man. <laughs> they, they don't want to shake, shake up the gig. But I, but I think they have very I don't, evil intentions for the American people and our freedom. Yeah, I agree. They're in cahoots. They want. Well, they it's it's a swamp, and, and they don't want to. Right, and 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 I got to run, Steve. Trump uh, shine, he, he shined a shined, shone. He he brought a light to the swamp, uh, and all the cockroaches started to scatter, and all the reptiles. And some, most of them have D's, but some of them have R's. It's a very cush gig inside the Beltway if you can get it. There's a lot of backdoor dealing. These people become filthy, stinking rich, serving the public. And Donald Trump uh, uh, brought that to uh, to light, and so I, you know, there are some Republicans who are vocal, but uh, not nearly enough. And uh, again, makes you wonder what's going to happen on Tuesday. You must get out and vote, though. The one thing I, I want to make sure while we're talking about Biden last night that we don't encourage people not to vote because we think they're going to cheat. You because st- that might be the cheat. <laughs> Making people think that they're going to cheat might be the cheat itself because then people don't go to vote because they figure it's not worth it. Now, voting is in early voting is down here in Bear County. Now, I'm hoping that's not just because it's normally the way things go. I'm hoping more that, uh, as we've been hearing, uh, Trey's been hearing this, I've been hearing it, that a lot of people are waiting for Election Day because they don't want to take the risk of voting early and having their vote changed somehow or lost. And uh, I hope that is the case. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Oh, and this has nothing to do with anything, but I keep seeing these this, these trailers. They've made a sequel to A Christmas Story. Have you seen that? With Ralphie all grown up and stuff. Peter Billingsley. Peter Billingsley. Yeah, put some respect on that man's name. Yeah. I hope it doesn't suck. Because the first one is one of my favorite Christmas movies ever. Well, I mean, know, that's such a great movie. You know Peter's a stud in Hollywood, and he's produced some great stuff. He's been behind the scenes for years. I didn't know that. No. Oh, yeah. No, he's well-respected. So he's not going to put out right. a, a, a dud. Good. And they've got all a lot of the original actors, uh, like the guy who played the bully, the, the the guy with the braces and the evil laugh and stuff he's coming back. Scott, I can't I can't Fisk, remember his name. Fisk, well, yeah, Forsker. I can't remember. I hated Scott. But I, I hope it's it looks really funny, and I keep seeing trailers for it. It's like that's a great idea, man. Esteban, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? <clears throat> First of all, uh, as far as complaining about elections and the results, Biden has no business talking. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely not. And so, as and second of all, and you know the idea that they're trying to pin Paul Pelosi attack on Republicans is just so crazy. He's a naked hippie, man. (laughs) I I I did the gag last last time I called you about it because this guy is so far. And the more I see of Joe, the more I like Hunter Biden because. (laughs) You know, uh, Joe's pretending to be civilized. It, the mask flip. I don't watch it. I watched your reaction on Facebook a little bit. Right. And I knew that I'd hear the doddering, angry old man 
who has never been in politics for anything other than himself. Right. And the thing I like about Hunter is Hunter is honest about being a selfish, self-absorbed jerk, and Joe Biden tries to hide it. Yep, I agree with you. i got to run, Esteban. Thank you so much for the call, sir. We're going to take a little break. 210-599-5555. It's Sean on Newstalk 550 KTSA. The 2022 midterms happen here. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. Can we talk about cornhole right now? Cornhole? <laughs> I'd never... Don, have you ever, ever played cornhole? I didn't know what cornhole was till just about a year ago. Never heard about it. Cornhole is when you... <laughs> This sounds wrong. You have like a board, right, with holes in it and stuff. And you have to fling bean bags and get them through the the holes in the board. Yes. And that's the sport of cornhole. You play yes. a lot of cornhole out in the Northeast, Don? Uh, cornhole? <laughs> I think it's a different connotation where I come from. Yeah, where I come from, too. That's why when I first heard about, hey, you want to do some cornhole... I'm like, what? I'm like, hell yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to do cornhole with you. What are you talking about, man? Had a dude invite me out to do some cornhole like uh, about a year ago. You don't have any hobbies? Huh? (laughs) None of them are called cornhole. And now there's a cornhole controversy. It's called bag gate. Uh, at the 2022 American Cornhole League World Championships in South Carolina. Yes, I can hear the banjos already. A formal complaint against cornhole players Mark Richards and Philip Lopez uh, claims they use illegal bean bags. Uh, $15,000 were up for grabs in the Cornhole Championship. Officials, after the complaint was lodged, officials performed a bag inspection. They inspected the dude's bags. Lopez and Richards also wanted their opponent's bags to be inspected. None of the players were using regulation bags. Their bags were too big or too small. Uh, I, and I, I didn't know any of this stuff. Trey brought this up on Ware and Rima. Apparently, you can boil your bags... And it makes them, uh, I guess, more cornholy. I I don't know. (laughs) Do you have to call it cornhole? That's my biggest problem with it. Cornhole. Well, apparently in in the origins of the game, which come from Germany, from what I'm seeing. Germany. the, The bags were filled with corn back in the day. And you throw them through a hole. Therefore, you. Ergo. Cornhole. Thus, cornhole. But it sounds like something that, you know, right. takes place in West Virginia. You know, way up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> when cousins marry. I'm sorry. Bad things happen. It just, you know, cornhole. So do we have any cornhole fans out there? Who And who, who the hell sits and watches a cornhole championship on ESPN? You. I've watched it. You've watched cornhole. It's, on ESPN. These guys are really good, man. At cornholing. Yeah. Don, have you ever watched cornhole? Uh, not on TV, no. The hell is uh, that supposed to mean? Yeah, where well, have I, you I watched it. <laughs> where did you see it? In a jacuzzi? Back in the 80s? <laughs> yeah. No, when you're, you know, sometimes they have the, the cornhole set up. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's outside, not me. That's all Don. Outside of different restaurants and bars and what have you. You know, Cornhole just. Kiss. You can play darts or cornhole, whatever you prefer. I just, I do. I hear banjos when I hear the word cornhole. I see Burt Reynolds without a mustache and a bow and arrow. And then you pucker. I see. <laughs> Stop it. I should see you <laughs> drop them drawers. I see, what's his name, Ronnie Cox with his arm folded behind his back. Yeah. And poor Ned Beatty. And poor Ned Beatty. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't enjoy playing cornhole. <laughs> Apparently, like, he hated the fact that every time, because he'd done so many movies, right. people would always bring up Deliverance. So could you imagine, like, saying to Ned Beatty when he was still with us, Hey, Ned, you want to do some cornhole? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. No, it's the beanbag thing, man. No, dude, dude, don't leave. 
Come on, we we loved you in Superman. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Ned's like, I've done plenty of other roles. <laughs> Cornhole. Mr. Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Mr. Spocker. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> now we're getting off track. You get the cornhole. You I'm get the cornhole out. You know, you get that out, out of the way. I just keep. I keep thinking of Beavis and Butthead. I am Cornholio. I just keep thinking of that. Well, are you ready? <laughs> I don't have a bagel. Are you ready for the ceremonial biting of the sausage? <laughs> the what? Worst fest. Worst oh, fest starts God. tomorrow. The biting what of the a sausage. Segway. Talking about cornhole, and then he's talking about biting sausage. Um. I don't think I'll be going to Worst Fest because I have all kinds of crap i got to do this weekend. Right. Friday night is the Jefferson High reunion. 30-year reunion. 30-year reunion. I'll wow. be there. No, it's we're, not doing it out of, we're doing it out of taco truck. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a real big deal. And uh, I, I wonder if Walk and Julian will show up. Well, this is your wife's 30-year reunion. Yeah, she went to school with the Castro boys. Because you're way, well past the 30-year reunion stage. <laughs> Just a smidge. He could have been held back a few years. Maybe. No, I made it all the way through somehow. It wasn't because of my efforts. Well, you graduated um, 80, 80, 85. 85. 1985. Same here. Who's, who should I talk to? Christy or Teresa? Teresa? Teresa, how you doing? Hi, John. This is Teresa, and I'm calling um, to make a comment. Okay. I listen to talk show. I look. I listen to talk show radio. I listen to KTSA a lot, and I sometimes call in for comments. But you know what? I I'm hoping that y'all take this into strife, but because people who listen to your show do want to listen for the politics and the issues that are going on. And reference to that, and I think we need to start looking at starting to educate people more about that's all we do. Because, but what happens is the good example of what happened this morning with that lady that called that people are voting because of what they're hearing, or they're voting because of the last because Beto is Hispanic. People think he's Hispanic. <laughs> well, you know, but that, it's like that woman. So we that, well, hang on. You can't educate somebody like that. Their minds are closed. They're not taking in any additional information. There is nothing I could have said to that woman to have, you know, I tried to enlighten her to political violence going on in the country from the left, and she didn't want to hear it. So if if somebody who's voting for Beto, somebody who's going to vote for, somebody who's going to vote for Beto has made it, you know, you can't, you can't get past that wall, man. There's been a lot of division in politics right now, and this is not the time to do that. Um, do it what? It seems like we're going to hell in the handbasket. I concur. With all, of these things that, with all of these things that are happening, and we need to be more cognizant okay. about what people are really saying. Right. Hey, I got to go. We're talking about cornhole right now. Here's uh, Christy. Christy, how you doing? You ever play cornhole? I was going to tell you, haven't you seen that little commercial thing about Joe where he's like Cornhulio? I am Cornhulio. <laughs> yes, and he walks around with his little fist out in front of him. <laughs> his little fist. <laughs> little fist. Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I could say worse, but I don't know. Nah, you get me fired. Hey, uh, thanks I for know. the... Oh, you wouldn't love it, but anyway... <laughs> I was going to say, you know, about Pelosi? Yeah. This one lady was, all the neighbors are wondering, because all of their windows have sensors on them, because if one little sound goes off, right. every cop in the city has but to come. Magically not at the Pelosi residence. i got to go, Christy. It. Have fun. <laughs> Bye. God, what a sweet voice. I could have just kept talking to her. My wife's not listening. Um, 210-599-55. What did you just do? She had a sexy voice. That's all. I'm just acknowledging it. Man. Christy had a nice voice. Okay. Two one zero. I bet she never calls in again. No, I think she'll call back. <laughs> she wants to call back. She likes calling back. Anyway, um, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSA. Celebrating one hundred years of service. Fifty five KTSA. Yeah, man, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. It's going quickly today, 1040. 
Marie, hang on. We're going to talk to you here. Uh, talk to you here in a second. Uh, you know, it, 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 we talked to a, a, a woman uh, just a little while ago who was saying that guys like me need to do more to educate people, and she was uh, about politics. And she was saying that in reference to another woman who had called, who was obviously a Democrat, and was like and like a lot of them that call up uh, the people who call up the show and claim to be Democrats or progressives or whatever. I- I'm being purely observational now. I'm not. I'm not being a hack. I'm not being a jerk. They tend to be very low info people. In other words, they don't tend to be people who come off as reading a lot of news or following things very closely. They tend to repeat talking points, and they don't really, and usually not able to explain why they believe anything. And in deference to the woman who called and said that we need to be better about educating people like that, you can't educate that. You can't get into that head. Somebody who has closed off their mind to that extent, doesn't matter what you say, what I say, what Trey or Jack or anybody else says, that it's not getting in. They've made up their minds. Uh, they, As long as the right people are saying it to them, they believe it absolutely. Like that woman, she absolutely believes this hammer attack on Paul Pelosi is somehow a MAGA thing, and uh, MAGA people and conservatives in general are just dangerous people, and it's not going on. And when I tried to point out, hey, there's all kinds of political violence on the other side, and I started listing off examples, she had no idea. How do you educate and didn't want to hear it? You can't educate. It's not. First off, it's not my job to educate people. It's my job to give my opinion. You know, uh, uh, but as far as uh, you know, convincing somebody of anything who is at that point where they don't want to hear any additional information, you, you can't get past that. You can't. Ex- you can't open that up. That's why I end up going funny because the the, the conversation itself becomes pointless. Here's Marie. Marie, how you doing? I am doing fantastic, and my my time is brief. I, I got to run into an appointment, but I want to tell you, you are doing an amazing job. And for actually to touch on the lady who called in to say that you're not educating, that's not. Again, I agree with you. That is not your job. And when you do try to have these conversations with the left. There's no explaining it. Um, they don't want to hear it. Tolerant left is so tolerant, exactly. And I, I'm, I would consider my. I am a millennial. I'm in my, um, my mid thirties, right. and I'm a Hispanic female. A lot, a lot of the expectation is you're going to vote Democrat. Right. I, I'll tell you right now. I just left uh, the Hobby Library. I've voted. We're, we're keeping it red, and a lot of my <laughs> friends get upset. But you know, we're. I, I don't get why that expectation if you're a minority you have to vote democrat it's just because it's just been that way for several generations now where it's just expected and a lot of folks are are waking up to the fact that these communities are just being used yes and i wish a lot of people my age would realize that and when you do have like i said when you do have these conversations they don't want to hear it no um it's it's a lot of yelling and now you're racist against your own race right, or you right. are not a feminist <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous it is ridiculous so i mean i just wanted to tell you guys you are doing an amazing job i i love listening to you but yeah let's 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 break that <laughs> i agree let's just get out there well you already voted i gotta go vote today or, yeah. or tomorrow but uh, uh thank you so much for the call i appreciate it absolutely <laughs> rock so, on thank you guys yep bye-bye take care bye-bye Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's so true. In the mid nineties in college, I would get uh, grief uh, being Hispanic and why I voted Republican. Right. And I said, "Well, a Republican will look you in the eye and say, yes, 'Yes, I'm rich. Here's how you get rich.' Right. A Democrat won't tell me they're rich and won't tell me how to get rich. <laughs> but they want you to vote. Yeah. I, I you know, and I I know people in my you know my world is predominantly Hispanic now. I mean, uh, with my extended family, and I know people who have voted Democrat their whole lives. They don't know any other way to do it. 
older people. And you know what I mean? And you can you can have conversations about, well, this is what's going on, this is what's going on, doesn't matter. I've had people call up this show uh, and say that they were basically kicked out of their family because they, they didn't uh, vote Democrat. It's sad. It's, uh, politics is no, re- there's no, politics is the last reason why you should ever break up any kind of relationship or friendship or family thing. But secondly, this idea that your skin color or your ethnicity should determine who you vote for is a bunch of crap. And a lot of people are waking up to it. There's who's woke this time out. Okay, that's who's waking up. Donald Trump, again, put this on display in his brief time, or for the only one term he got, the four years he was there, that what have, they, what have the Democrats done for you? <laughs> what have they done? Nothing. Uh, so I'm glad that more people are waking up and, uh, and, and making up their own minds about stuff. Because you know what? It's inherently racist and insulting to say that a person's ethnicity should determine who they vote for. That is ridiculous, man. Insulting and racist. And it's the purview largely of honky liberals. How does that make you feel? <laughs> 210-599-5555. We'll take a break. Uh, and we'll come back and talk to Bob. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Talking about politics, talking about the president, talking about liberals. Liberal pukes. You silly, silly people. Who just uh, refuse to take in any additional information. Very closed-minded people. What, what's interesting about that, the, the progressives, the new progressives, is that they can't shut up about how, how intellectual they are, you know. You ever encounter a liberal puke on social media and they got like 90, they got every freaking degree and award they ever won listed, you know, and they're about info and it goes on longer than the book of Leviticus, you know what I mean? I have a college education. You know, you ever hear that crap? And uh, and yet when you talk to them, you know, they're just, they're, they're, they don't, they're talking out of their asses. I know guys with PhDs who politically are the biggest morons on the face of the planet. But they're the party of intellectuals and education. Well, then why aren't you smarter? Uh, you're Bob. Bob, how you doing? I'm good. How you do, brother? Another day in paradise, man, at least for the moment. <laughs> well, you know, I have two brothers in Louisiana, New Orleans specifically. Right. Uh, no longer talk to me uh, because, well, because politics. They're liberals. They don't talk and to you anymore? Nope. Oh, man. That sucks. And also, one of them actually blamed. I'm from a family where we have four, I got four brothers and a sister. Right. And we're evenly uh, liberal and conservative. And one of my brothers texted me and blamed me, my sister, and my one other brother for what happened in Uvalde. Why? Uh, because we're conservative and we voted for Trump. Oh, God. And that, <laughs> That's uh, terrible. Yeah, they actually blocked me, and I can't get in touch with him. But I've got news for him. When I go back home one day, I'm going to knock on his door, and I'm going to say, okay, you want to talk to me or what? Right. It's just sad. It's sad to me that, that, it, that, that it affects families sad. like that. And so, it's a situation I'm going to take care of uh, when right. I get back. Well, anyways, I, you take care. All right, you too, brother. You too. That just sucks, man. I mean, I've lost some friends over politics. And but I, I I've told this story a few times. I had no idea until after he died that my father was a lifelong Democrat. I had no idea. We never talked politics, and he supported my radio career. He, he he did vote for Ronald Reagan twice, but beyond that, he was all he voted for Obama. But I never knew. We never talked about it. Never had to. Never seemed important. Uh, my, <laughs> my other brother was apparently a very liberal guy. He hated Trump. And I know I've told this story before. He said one time he said, "Aren't you worried he's going to deport your wife?" I'm like, "She's where <laughs> Bernie? You know, I mean, she <laughs> like further west on the west side. Yeah, where is she going to deport her, man? You know, I mean, 
It's all good, dude. <laughs> she's, she's not going anywhere. Here's Mary. Mary, how you doing? Uh, hi, I'm doing fine. Listen, I agree with uh, the. T- I'm probably as old as your dad, and people didn't talk politics back then. Right. So we have, we had the right to vote any way we wanted, whenever we wanted. We didn't have to tell anyone what political party we backed. What? Right. You know. Well, I mean it. Right to- What's happened is that, and I think this is a, this is really has a lot to do with social media, is that politics have become very personal to people, and so if you disagree with me politically, it's because you hate me, you know, or whatever, and they they take it very at least on that side they take it very personally, and I agree. you know yeah. that's politics. Keep politics in its box, and by that I mean it's one part of your life. It's not all your your entire existence. Now, this is a very important election as far as how we're going to be living our lives in this country. But at the same time, your political opinion is just one part of your existence. You know, uh, live your life, man. <laughs> live your life for something other than politics. I'm a 75-year-old Mexican-American. I vote because I have a brain and because I have common sense. So when I think a Republican is wrong, I'm not going to vote for them. Right. When I know the Democrats are wrong, you bet I'm not going <laughs> to vote for them and I'm going to be outspoken about it. Right. And that's all i got to say about that. Well, thank you so much, Mary. We appreciate the call. <laughs> Rock on. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think of myself as an issue-based person because I'm not a Republican. I don't belong to any political party. I'm a Groucho Marxist. I would never belong to any political party that would have me as a member. And, uh, you know, there are certain opinions I have that are, I guess you would probably consider them to be quite liberal. But most of my opinions, uh, as far as my worldview, tend to be on the conservative side. But But not always. And I've told this story a thousand times before. In fact, I was just talking to him last night. My best friend in the whole world. My best friend of over 40 years i believe at this point well 35 years uh he's as liberal as the day is long holy god he's a he's a freaking hippie communist we never talk politics it's never ever come into our friendship it's never been a factor so it is possible man <laughs> that you could you know have friendships and 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 uh, relationships with folks who do not agree with you politically. Unfortunately, the left right now—if you're basing your opinion set on what the president said last night—that's just not possible. Because people who disagree with you are your freaking enemy, according to the president and a lot of Democrats in power in, in leadership positions. People who claim to be all about love and tolerance, and yet, man, they're just so filled with hate and intolerance. It's 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 stunning, freaking hypocrisy. It really is. Uh, and that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Hopefully the Astros will win again tonight and make us all happy. Make it worth that 30 bucks I spent on the hat last night on Amazon.com. <laughs> oh, oh, right. The wife might be listening again. Right. Shh. And did you buy the Elton John shirt, too? No, I haven't done that yet. I, I've, I've got to get a handle on my money spending. All right. Thank you, James. Thanks to uh, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye.